Before he ended his campaign, Christie commented on a talk he had with Ron DeSantis. I talked to De- DeSantis, called me, petrified that I would. And then the microphone cut off. Oh. Andy Field, ABC News. Did you would petrified, what? huh? That I would what? The treasure is buried in the... <laughs> Hello? Hello? No. Hello? No. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.13 on this Thursday morning, Milwaukee Business Journal releasing its 40 Under 40 list, which highlights the brightest emerging leaders in our community under the age of 40. And in our partnership with them, we're going to highlight some of the honorees for this year's class. This first one, it's a real pleasure to tell you about. One of our own here at Good Karma Brands, you know Melanie Ricks from her work with Milwaukee Bucks, both as an in-game host and now sideline reporter, also host of Nothing But The Truth on 101.7 The Truth, is WTMJ reporter Julian Johnson. My name is Melanie Ricks, and I am the sideline and digital reporter for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I also am the host of a talk radio show on 101.7 The Truth. It's called Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks. With the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm the person who's telling the stories that you perhaps don't see on the court, doing deeper dives on some of the surface level things that you're seeing. And then on 101.7 The Truth, I am the host of a talk radio show. It's a show about nothing but a show about everything. We talk about current things. We talk about what's on our mind, entertainment, sports. And so I would say overall, I really am a, a storyteller, both on the radio and on the sideline. I think I'm somebody who makes sure stifled voices are heard. And I really do love to pick up on people's energy and like tell people's stories and talk about the things that us everyday folks go through. I love to actually give them a platform to express themselves and we get quite a bit of interaction. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm one of those people who helps give the community a platform to talk about what they want. I am proud of myself for manifesting my dreams. I've always wanted to be a sideline reporter for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I, I grew up in Milwaukee, born and raised, and um, I've always been a Bucks fan. I told myself that I would do that one day, and I did. To any of my Jack or Jill of all trades out there, believe in yourself. Thoughts do become things. I'm proof of that, and I've seen evidence of that. Understanding and knowing what your goals are, it's okay if you don't fully see the whole picture, but at least have an idea and work hard. Try to build connections wherever you go. People want to help good people. So if you're a good, kind person and you're putting good energy out there, I genuinely believe that the universe does reward that. Again, congratulations to Mel. We'll be highlighting a number of the 40 under 40 from the Milwaukee Business Journal through the next several days. Brandon Snyder has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The prep for the Dallas Cowboys is underway in Green Bay as the Packers are just a few days away from their NFC wildcard matchup on Sunday afternoon. A game and a task that QB1 knows won't be an easy one. You said, I mean, they're a really good team, um, really good defense, so definitely one of the best defenses we've seen all year. Yeah, like you said, going back to the Kansas City game, Detroit, I mean, those are two games we played really good defense as well. So um, just having that mindset, we got to play our best ball. And obviously going into the playoffs, the mindset, you know, um, you know, the, the, the room for errors, you know, shrinks. You know, we got to be able to take advantage of every play, execute every play, um, and be able to play at a high level going against them because um, they do a really good job. 
Packers quarterback Jordan Love there following practice on Wednesday. He will look to continue his dominance come Sunday. On Wednesday, following his incredible performance against the Bears in Week 18, Love took home the NFC Offensive Player of the Week honors and becomes the second Packers player to win the NFL Weekly Award in consecutive weeks. I think the sky's the limit for him. I think, and I think it all starts with how he approaches the game and how he approaches life. He's, he's awesome to come to work with each and every day. He puts the time and effort in. He's got laser focus. I think I've said it many times. I think Tom's done a hell of a job with him. It's a great room. It's been really cool to watch him grow, develop, not only on the football field, but just as a man as well. Packers did hold practice on Wednesday afternoon. Only running back A.J. Dillon was a non-participant. Over to College Hoops, where the Wisconsin Badgers keep the good vibes rolling, winning their fifth straight game in a row. This one over Ohio State by a final of 71-60. Ohio State down nine. Only 16 seconds to go in a takeaway. Store to the other end, and the exclamation point. The call there on the Big Ten Network as Store had 17, and Max Klesman led the way with 18 as the Badgers improved to 12-3 and on their season and remain undefeated in Big Ten Big Ten play. Dude, who do the Badgers think they are? They were supposed to just slide on over and let Marquette have the spotlight Could this be year. turning point in the season, Vince. <laughs> ben, that right? win at Marquette, where the Marquette Golden Eagles seem to be falling a yeah. bit short. They fall at home to Butler by a final score of 69-62, to marking their second straight loss. The Golden Eagles already having as many losses to Big East opponents as they did a year ago. Man, we did not respond well. I mean, our t- we, 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 we are a team that prides ourselves in, in our response, focusing on the next most important thing. We really, really got down, you know, emotionally when the game didn't go the way that, that, that we wanted to go. And uh, it's a real lesson. Um, it's, it's, it's a real opportunity as well for us to, to, to look in the mirror and understand a lot of things we got to do better. Vince, real quick, before we, we wrap up sports, i got a trivia question here for you. Okay, I'll Jordan be happy Love, to get it wrong. Jordan Love won the <laughs> NFC Offensive Player of the Week for the consecutive time, Week 17, Week 18. Who is the other Packer player, you think, taking home that award in consecutive weeks? There's only one other. Amon Green. Good yeah, guess. I don't th- – yeah, I think you, I read it wasn't it wasn't Favre or Rodgers. Correct. Sterling Sharp? No. Don Beebe. It's 7.20. Tons to get through in the world of politics. I promise it's interesting, including a hot mic moment with former Governor Chris Christie, who has dropped out of the race. That's all just ahead. In the politics today, several items on the menu for you, E. I've got Defendant Trump. I've got candidate Trump. I've got Hot Mike Christie. <laughs> I've got Haley and DeSantis. Let's go in order. Closing arguments today in the civil fraud trial against former President Donald Trump does not appear he's going to give a closing argument. You brought that up the other day. Yeah, we thought maybe he wanted he would to give speak. his own close. Yeah, doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Or at least participate in it. And this idea was more than floated. It was negotiated with the judge. It could have happened. Um, the judge was going to allow it under certain parameters including, and this is a quote from the judge in correspondence with Trump's attorneys, he may not seek to introduce new evidence, he may not testify, he may not comment on irrelevant matters in particular and without limitation, he may not deliver a campaign speech, and he may not impugn myself, my staff, plaintiff, plaintiff staff, or the New York State court system, and it goes on. (laughs) That looks like it was just too many rules for the Trump team, and they're going to take a pass then. (laughs) Okay. 
I guess there could be a, a turnaround this morning. Don't know. But right now, it looks like Trump is not expected to participate in those closing arguments. So leading by record numbers. Meanwhile, candidate Trump working a rope line before the town hall event in Des Moines. Skipped the debate again last night. Had a one-man show on Fox and stole some of the headlines of the night, claiming he has chosen his VP candidate. The former president in that separate town hall says that he already has a vice presidential uh, pick in mind. Not necessarily revealing who that is. There's so much speculation around that. Obviously, Trump is ahead by 50 points in the national polls, 30 points here in Iowa. VP is going to be Chris Christie. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. Never. It was ABC's Rachel Scott there. Yeah, it was kind of an, a, an aside comment. You know, like, I, I know who it's going to be. Yeah. I'm not going to say. So maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. But it's nonetheless. Great line, though, because right? he did steal some headlines. So former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, is out dropping out of the campaign less than a week before the Iowa caucuses, had a lot to say when he thought nobody else was listening. ABC's Andy Field on his hot mic comments. He did not know the microphone was on while talking backstage in New Hampshire. Chris Christie then predicted a big loss for rival Nikki Haley. And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. <laughs> and before he ended his campaign, Christie commented on a talk he had with Ron DeSantis. I talked to De- DeSantis called me. Petrified that I would. And then the microphone cut off. Oh. Andy Field, ABC News. Then you would Petrified, what? huh? Then I would what? The treasure is buried in the. <laughs> Hello? Hello? No. Hello? No. Turn the mic back on. Turn it back on. on. Whatever. So, okay. And did he mean. Haley was going to get smoked in the debate? Did he mean in the campaign? No, because I don't think that's true. The report true. implied in Iowa, but who knows? Well, either way, okay, he's not, it looks he's like not that sold on her, it sounds like. Still don't know what the rest of that sentence was this morning. As for the debate, CNN debate at Drake University, Eric's alma mater. There you go, go Bulldogs. Former ambassador Haley with a shot and a nod to Eric's fellow Bulldogs. <laughs> but every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. Hey, don't, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> we'll, we'll make whatever drinking game we want. We play plenty of games there. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> Ambassador Haley, Governor DeSantis, the only ones besides former President Trump to qualify for the debate. They both ripped Trump for not being there again. DeSantis began by repeating a familiar refrain on the campaign trail. Donald Trump's running to pursue his issues. Nikki Haley's running to pursue her donors' issues. I'm running to pursue your issues and your family's issues and to turn this country around. I'm the only one running that's delivered on 100% of the promises that I've made. We've delivered huge victories in the state of Florida, things that Republicans have been asking for for a generation. But who's the toughest? That's what I want to know. You're seeing that on all the I, networks today. The the bottom line, what we call in the business, the bottom third. Those are the words that you see on the bottom yeah, of the, the screen graphics. They characterize whatever. what story they're on. And everything is about battle for who's the toughest. I, God, that makes me roll my eyes. What a silly thing to even bring. <laughs> to, hmm, to worry DeSantis, about. DeSantis, Haley, battle over who's the toughest. What, what does that even mean? Well, if Haley were to, you know, I don't know, have, have scored on that metric it would be probably with this shot that's getting a lot of play this morning hailing haley ripping desantis for for how he's run his campaign you've heard of campaign people going to blows with each other because they can't all agree 150 million dollars and he spent more on private planes than commercials i flew i flew commercial i stayed in residence inns we went and saved our money we made sure we spent it right because you have to understand it's not your money it's other people's money and you have to know how to handle it if he can't handle the financial 
financial parts of a campaign. How's he going to handle the economy when it comes to the White House? There's more, but we're out of time. Like, she was rolling. <laughs> Shout out to residents I, in. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a good thing? <laughs> right. I don't know. Nothing I mean, wrong I, with I, the residents I, in. I get her point, but <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather stay at Hotel Fort Des Moines if I could. Yeah. Polls here, polls there. This one's up in this poll. That one's up in that poll. The first poll that actually counts is in Iowa on Monday, 729. Go on Wisconsin's Morning News. And we've got plenty of drinking games, by the way. <laughs> you didn't need another one anyway. <laughs> and Thanks. I've been on that stage. Thanks, Ambassador. We've got this. News about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 171 points to 37,696. The Nasdaq at 14,970. That was up 112. And the S&P 500 at 4783, up 27 points on the day. 2024 is here. Be ready with investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning from a fee fiduciary. Click the Get Started button at AnnexWealth.com. It's big coaching news in the NFL. Some breaking this morning. A lot of things shaking up in the league. Brandon Snyde has that in sports at 745. Hey, you're turning 100. Yeah, so what? (laughs) Everyone is now, apparently. You and so many other Americans. In fact, more than ever before, Vince, the Pew Research Center says the Census Bureau projects the number of Americans who are 100 or older will quadruple over the next 30 years. So right now... So what's that number? Is it like 300? Right? No. Nearly a half a million is where we'll get. Right now, about 101,000 today are Are 100 years old in America. By 2050-ish, more than 400,000. 425,000 Americans will be 100 or older. So that number keeps going up. So that means the local news is not going to go out and, you know, when old guy turns 100, they're not going to do that story anymore. So what? Seen that yesterday. Maybe if you're 120. (laughs) Call us when you're a buck 20, right? (laughs) Then we'll do a news story. But, you know, what's going to happen with this is that if more and more people are living to 100, which is great... There will have to be more and more services to be able to help impact and help anyone in that age group survive and live. It, it, will, it will become part of the world that we'll see. And what's whack is we have fewer and fewer people of the generations behind Correct. who can, regardless of what they want to do, who can do those jobs. And that's why it's you the have problem the, with Social Security, right? Yeah, that's why you have the Elon Musks of the world saying, "Hey, got to keep, got to repopulate here, got to keep breeding." Well, and AI and robots. Well, see, maybe they have a place. <laughs> News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at ten, right here on WTMJ. I want to tell you about something cool going on at the Wisconsin State Fair Expo Center, the Metropolitan Builders Association Home Remodeling Show at State Fair Park. It's January 12th through the 14th. I like these shows because you can go there and meet with all sorts of contractors and folks who do what they do, but then it's not high-pressure sales. Right. Right. Maybe you want to put your name on the list. We'll send you some stuff. Don't have to Maybe worry not. about rust-proofing or anything. You can right. just talk about what you want to try to do. Nothing to buy today, yeah. right now. So you get to ask all the questions you want to ask, meet with the folks, and like everybody's there in one spot. You don't have to go from showroom to showroom. In fact, our guys from um, Inspired Closets Milwaukee, they're going to be out there. Cool. Stop by booth 509 if you want to check them out. <laughs> Is that right? You know yeah. the booth number. I do know the booth number. It's 509. Right. Tell them Vinny sent you. All right. Wisconsin's Afternoon News is going to give away tickets all this week. Get your next home remodeling project started today. You join Wisconsin's Afternoon News through the week for a chance to win tickets to the 2024 Metropolitan Builders Association Home Remodeling Show. It's coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Wisconsin State Fair Park. Brandon Snide has sports coming up next.
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers are just a few days away from their clash with the Cowboys in the NFC's wildcard round. ESPN's Adam Schefter joining Jen Gabe and Chewy on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee this week to break down some of his thoughts on the big game and what the biggest obstacle stands in the way for a Green Bay upset. I think they do have a chance. The problem, what I don't like about the matchup is this, is that Dallas at home is a different team. Dallas at home, it's playing on a fast track. It's indoors. It's a situation where they just don't really lose very much at home. The Cowboys last played Green Bay a year ago where the Packers won at Lambeau Field. And according to Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy, the trip out to Green Bay was something that helped him prepare for this week's matchup. Personally, it helps me. I mean, it was good to go back there, frankly. You know, I think the biggest thing I got got out of going back there was I got to see a lot of people I didn't get to see at the end. So I was thankful for that. So would have liked to win the game. And then that's, but that, at the end of the day, this is my team. You know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy and this is our, our opportunity. And I just want to make sure I'm doing my part. And that's pouring everything into winning this game. <laughs> I love Mike. I, did, I would prefer to win this game. <laughs> As opposed to losing, he's honest. Right, yeah. You don't win, you might not have a job. Right, no kidding. The Packers did hold a practice on (laughs) Wednesday. Their football game, the football contest. (laughs) The Packers did hold a practice on Wednesday. Their first of the week. The only player who did not participate was running back AJ Dillon. The Milwaukee Bucks are back to work tonight in search of a big time win as they get set to play host to conference rival the Boston Celtics. The Bucks have lost two straight and have started 2024 off a little rough. Posting an ugly one and four record to begin the new year. Gotta stay together. That's it. That's pretty much it. If you try to um, go your way or do it yourself, it's not gonna work. We've been in this position before. Yeah, it's okay to be in this position because, like I've said, like facing adversity brings the best out of you. But uh, again, at the end of the day, like we have to get better. We have to realize that we have to keep on doing the little things, you know. And when you add all those little things, that's when you have. A winning game, you know, that's when you have a winning team. Tip off tonight, set for 6.30. Coverage will get you ready right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. And lastly, we'll head over to College Hoops where the 15th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers won their fifth game in a row. This one over Big Ten foe Ohio State by a final of 71-60. to With the win, the Badgers improving to 12-3 and on their season and remain undefeated in Big Ten play. We've grown a lot. I mean, we, we took on the schedule we did because we had an experienced team that we felt not only could handle it, but needed to be challenged. Head coach Greg Gard there following the win. The Badgers will return home Saturday against Northwestern. Meanwhile, that was the good news. The bad news, the Marquette Golden Eagles dropped their second game in a row. This one at the hands of Butler by a final of 69-62. to With the loss, the 11th-ranked Golden Eagles falling to 11-5 and and will play host to Villanova next week, Monday. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Yeah, I think if you're looking at from an expectation standpoint where we were, I'm still looking at this season in a big success. Innovative. This season has went very well, and if you can add in getting a playoff game and going down and playing a Dallas Cowboy team really tough at their place. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you could look at that and say, mission accomplished. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Toucher on the line with us at 7.54 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tausch, can I play you the bite we just had from uh, Coach McCarthy down there in Dallas? 
Then you can do whatever you want. Let me, <laughs> let me play this for you. And I don't know why it made me happy, but Brett, you got that, Brandon? All right. Personally, it helps me. I mean, it was good to go back there, frankly. You know, I think the biggest thing I got, a, got out of going back there was I got to see a lot of people I didn't get to see at the end. So I was thankful for that. Would have liked to win the game, and then that's. But that, at the end of the day, this is my team. You know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy, and this is our our opportunity. And I just want to make sure I'm doing my part, and that's pouring everything into winning this game. Would like to win the game. I, I, <laughs> Would have been man, nice. I just, <laughs> I just like Coach Mike. You got a good story. Like, was he a good guy? Yeah, Mike is the the reason he's been a successful head coach is it's not necessarily he's you know got the greatest schemes or anything else. He is as authentic of a dude as you're going to see in that spot. And you could talk to probably every guy that I played with that played with under Mike for a couple of years, and you're going to have some kind of story. But the, the one that rings the you know, truest to me was it was off the field, and Mike does, uh, did a ton of stuff off the field, a lot of quiet stuff, but he was really a champion for the American Family Children's Hospital here in Madison. And he would come down and go visit the kids and he could, it didn't matter if it was the first year he did it or the fifth year. Every time he would get up to speak to the whole group, we did these, you know, rubber chicken buffet type deals. And every time he would choke up with his emotions because it mattered to him. And I think we saw that same thing in front of the room. Now, it wasn't every time. He wasn't like it was Oprah Winfrey and in every, every third <laughs> meeting it was the case. Right. But there was always this authenticity and just this last year with Josh Sitton and Jordy Nelson going into the Packer Hall of Fame, it happened again because it matters to him. And you knew that it mattered to him. And that always was powerful from a player's standpoint. When coaches would let their guard down is when they're at their most powerful. Because coaches always want to kind of – they have that you know, power over you, the authority and everything else, and that's great, and you have to have that boundary. But I think, and this goes back to Mike Sherman, too, those are those moments that every player remembers when they let their guard down and let you in to understand how important it is to them. That makes it even that much more important to you. And I think that has been Mike's secret sauce throughout his coaching career. All right, so I've been thinking about what you could text him for us. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. So here's what I got, Tausch. Hey, Mac... Nah, okay. okay, first off, we need to edit that already. I'm not calling Mac. <laughs> hey, Mike, it's Mark, smiley face, strong arm, football emoji. Okay, uh, we can do that. All right. Who do you think wins game Sunday? Question mark. <laughs> do you think okay. Bill Belichick wants to be cowboy coach? Question mark. Okay. No. All right, I like your first sentence. Uh, the first sentence. Right. Everything after that, um, I, it'll be interpretive. From my end, how's that? <laughs> All right, I can accept that. What would be though, in seriousness, what would be the one question that you guys would want Mike to answer going into this week? What happened with Aaron Rodgers and your and his relationship? Yeah, I, that's that's the I, that's the book I want. We yep. will, will you do a tell-all book, and will you let me write well, it? I'll, <laughs> Ask I'll, him. No, I'll tell you, I'm not writing it, but Jason J. Wildey should be the writer, yeah, right? right? Because they have a great relationship. Matter of fact, I will bring that up on the show. I think that would be fascinating, and I think Mike. Most coaches write a book at some point. I don't know whether or not Mike will want to do that, but he is. Uh, I think as time has passed, and especially as things have kind of uh, transpired, Mike has become more beloved in Green Bay than I think ever. Because when he left, everybody was ready for him to go, 
And like a lot of times, when you it's you don't know until you're gone, <clears throat> the appreciation factor that I think Packer fans have for him. I agree with that, Tosh. And like Vince said earlier this week, I don't mind losing to that guy. Yeah, I don't, like him. Don't ever want to lose to the Cowboys necessarily, but McCarthy, anytime, that'd be fine. Yeah, I think if if there's going to be a loss, which I think none of us hope happens, right. I think there'll be at least a little little bit of, well, at least it was the big Mike, and you know, hopefully if that's the case, even though we none of us like the Cowboys, I think a lot of us like Mike. Leave a man one horse down